Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Coming to you from Classic City, the capital of the Bulldog Nation, it's time for another edition of the podcast designed for the most die-hard Georgia fans in the country. Here are your hosts, Tyler and Charlie. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Glory UGA podcast brought to you by our good friends at MyBookie. We are running out of time rapidly on the 2022 college ball season, but there's still time. Bowl season kicks off tomorrow. So if you've been putting it off, go ahead, do it right now. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up for a brand new account, use the promo code UGA when you do so, and when you deposit that first bit of cash, whatever you deposit, up to $200, you are going to get free money. Not a bonus, no rollovers, no strings attached, just money straight to your account. And once you bet that initial deposit, you can withdraw that money to do whatever you want with it, guys. So make sure to cash in on it now and bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. I am your host, Tyler. And back with me once again for our bowl season spectacular, at least part one of our bowl season spectacular is my intrepid co-host, the star of the podcast, Miss Charlie herself. Charlie, are you enjoying this brief respite from the worries of college football? Yeah, but it all starts tomorrow. I mean, or today, if you're listening to this on Friday. It, well, I'm talking about the worries of Georgia football. Week by week, like, I'm barely surviving. Now, we've gotten to the point now where we're just really good and we, and we beat people, but you know me. I always worry, so... Well, as much as I love watching our team play and I love Georgia football and I'm so excited about the Peach Bowl, it's nice to like not have to worry yourself sick week after week just for a couple of weeks. Chill out a little bit, enjoy the holidays, and then like the intensity comes right back. Okay. Yeah. Excited about the Peach Bowl, huh? I mean, I'm excited about the Peach Bowl. Yeah. I know you're not because you don't like Atlanta, but no. that's neither here nor there. It's, it's going to be Atlanta, Charlie. We're just going to yep. suck it up and deal with it. It is. They just really need to improve the area around the stadium. It just, it's not. It, it could be worse. It could be L.A. Yeah. Leaves a lot <laughs> to be desired. Yeah. I mean, you can go on Peachtree Street, I guess, and there's a Hooters down there. Um, yeah, there's a couple things. Not much. Not Yay. much. Though. You're right. I know. This is the third time that we've done it this year, so it's kind of like. Hey, just be thankful you get to go watch Georgia football, Charlie. Just, yep. you know, it's, it's a good thing. It's always a good thing. So, we got some picks made, Charlie. We have, um, we've had a heck of a run here. Well, I need to recap last week. We, two we weeks ago. We do need ago. to do that. But before we do that, let's just, let's just, let's just go ahead and say we've had a really nice run here, right? I think we're, we're both close to 60-ish percent. Sorry, I can't speak. But we have got to finish strong here, Charlie. I am shooting... First sixty percent above at or above sixty percent. I was there for a week or two. Now I think I'm just 
barely below that right now, but that is my goal. So I've got bowl season here, got the next month or so to try to get this accomplished. So let's do it. All right. Well, two weeks ago, you went six and four. You hit on Fresno State over Boise State outright on the blue turf as your upset special. You hit three of the four legs of your parlay, of course, but missed on USC over Utah. Yep, USC screwed me more than one way. Yeah. I wanted to play them in the Peach Bowl, but yep, wasn't going to happen. All right, I had a worse week, went three and four. TC was a tough loss, but I know it was worse for you because you had a big bet on them to win the Big 12. Was that necessary, Charlie? Do people have to be reminded of that? I know what happened. Everyone knows what happened. I wasn't reminding the people. I was reminding you. Oh, wow. All right. So running season totals include Tyler at 126 and 88, which is 59% just under your goal. You're now 12 and 8 on upset specials, which is 60%, and you're 6 and 8 on parlays. I am one percentage point behind you at 84 and 60, which is 58%. Four and six on parlays and two and nine on upset specials, but I'm okay with that. So what you're telling me with those numbers is that it all comes down to this, to bowl season. Yes, and I just remembered, am I supposed to have an upset special for the bowl games? You don't have to. We also have two parts of the uh, of, of bowl picks here. totally didn't even well, think about it. Well, let's just be honest. The, the, this part one, there's a bunch of games in the first week and a half or so of bowl season that are not, let's say, premier programs. Is that fair to say? I think that's kind of yes. what we're looking at here. But I think, honestly, these games, I think, are the most fun bowl games to watch because the players on these teams, they don't really opt out the way you see on the bigger teams, the, the, the Power 5 conferences. These bowl games mean something to these players, so I love watching these early bowl games. I know a lot of people just shun them because it's not power programs, and I guess I get that. But it's football, guys. We only have so many games left, and I eat bowl season up. I love it. I watch every single game. And uh, I am excited for it to kick off here bright and early, I think, tomorrow. Right, Charlie? Yes. Are we ready to jump in? Let's, let's go ahead and do it. All right. So we're going to kick things off at 1130 on Friday morning with a MAC and Conference USA matchup in the Bahamas Bowl, which is Miami of Ohio versus UAB. UAB is favored by just one and a half. Do you have a play on this? I actually don't have a play on this one. I'm just gonna tell you guys who I who I'm gonna who I will bet on. I'm just I'm gonna put this out there, guys. I'm gonna bet on every single bowl game. That's just what I do. I bet on every single game. I usually win more than I lose. Now I'm not gonna give you every single bet that I'm gonna play because I'm not that confident in every single one of them. Sometimes you just take a you take a flyer just to have some fun with. You don't bet that much money and you just wanna have a little bit of stakes on the game. But I'm not gonna give you every pick. I'm gonna give you the picks that I, I feel good about that I think that have a have a real shot of winning. And I'm, the first matchup here. With Miami of Ohio is not one of those. So if I was leaning in one direction, I think I'm going to go Miami of Ohio here, but that's not one that I'm putting on the actual card. Okay, well, things get real interesting real quick on Friday afternoon with the first ranked matchup of the bowl season. That's the Cure Bowl with number 25 UTSA playing number 24 Troy. Troy is favored by one and a half. UTSA brings in one of the best offenses in the country, and they will match up with one of the best defenses in the country. So what's your take on this game? Charlie, I do have a play on this one. I am pumped up for this game. When the, when the bowl schedule was released a couple of weeks ago, I, I when I saw this one immediately, I was like, oh yeah, let's go. Because I have watched a fair amount of both of these teams. I'm a college football junkie. Yes, I watch these teams even though they aren't in the Power Five. And these are two really good football teams, guys. I mean, Troy probably gave, like, honestly, Ole Miss, their best win is probably Troy. I think they beat Troy by, like, 
like 17 points, something like that. But Troy gave them a game, and that's probably their best win. Troy's a really good football team, and UTSA is a really good football team. And you're right, Charlie, it's a very interesting matchup. It's another reason I'm excited for this game because this is a classic matchup of the high-powered offense versus the high-powered defense. That's what you have here. Troy's a top-10 defense in yards per play nationally, and UTSA is a top-10 offense nationally. These are good football teams. Uh, UTSA just finished off their second straight Conference USA Championship. Here's the thing with UTSA, Charlie. They have never, it's a relatively new program, but in their short history, they have never won a bowl game. Their quarterback is one of the best quarterbacks in the country that no one really talks about. It's a guy by the name of Frank Harris. They have a couple of really good receivers. Harris, there was a thought he might enter the transfer portal, go to one of the Power 5 schools, maybe go pro. He announced he is coming back to UTSA. That kind of announcement has got to give a team like the Roadrunners, a shot in the arm going into this game. I think these are going to be two highly motivated teams. I think it's going to be one of the better matchups, one of the better games of the entire bowl season, especially when you consider the type of matchup this is, offense versus defense. This one could go either way. I've watched both of these teams play. I'm going to go with UTSA plus two here, Charlie. In fact, I'm also going to take UTSA outright to win. Um, Probably have two bets on this one, but I think that what it comes down to, while Troy's defense is very good, their offense just isn't quite up to par. UTSA is not good on defense. I think they're good enough. I just don't think Troy, I don't think it's going to be a shootout per se because that Troy defense is really good. Other than playing Ole Miss, this is probably the biggest test. No, it is the biggest test for the Troy defense. I think UTSA, again, with getting Frank Harris back, is going to be able to put up enough points to win this game. I just don't think Troy, at the end of the day, is going to be able to score enough. But this is going to be a back-and-forth affair, and I'm very excited to watch this one. I wish it was a primetime game on Friday. I don't know why this game's at 3 o'clock. They don't don't have any other bowl games. I guess the FCS playoffs, maybe. I know they have the NBA, like, but who cares at this point? But I'm excited for this one, Charlie. Definitely going to be watching that tomorrow as soon as I get home from work. All right. Next up is the Fenway Bowl, which lends itself to absolute chaos and unpredictability with Louisville playing as the two-point favorite against Cincinnati. And this is what bowl season is all about. So in case you missed it in the past couple weeks, Louisville's coach for the past four seasons was Scott Satterfield. Cincinnati's coach is now Scott Satterfield. So what does this mean for this game? It means chaos, Charlie. You said it perfectly. It means chaos and unpredictability. I don't know what to expect here. All right. Well, that's bowl season for you. I think Cincinnati can keep it within two, so I'm going to take Cincinnati plus two. Lots of drama between these two teams. They're right down the road from one another. It Just the coaching carousel aspect of it certainly is going to add another element to it. Yeah, no doubt about it, Charlie. This is another fascinating matchup early on in bowl season, and these are well, Cincinnati's about to be a Power 5 team as they enter the Big 12 going into next season. But two teams, um, not power programs, but two respectable programs. Uh, Louisville, I'm not going to put a bet on this, Charlie. I got, or I'm not going to put this on my card. I will bet on it, but I'm not going to put this on my card to, to, to suggest to our wonderful listeners out there to put their hard-earned money on it because I'm not that confident, confident in it because, as you said, a lot of unpredictability in this one, Charlie. If I my bet on this is going to be Cincinnati plus two. I'm not putting on the card again. Just want to put that out there. Not putting this on the card. I'm going to take Cincinnati plus two though when I actually bet on this because look, Louisville is not going to have Malik Cunningham in this game. They have two of their top three running backs out, top receivers out of this game. Cincinnati has a couple guys out, their top tight ends out. Um, they're going to have Evan Prater playing quarterback, who's a really highly touted guy, highly thought of guy. He's a more talented quarterback. But he hasn't been starting all year. He's going to start in this game. I just think that he's better than Doman, who's going to start for Louisville. So give me Cincinnati, especially like and also the the Scott Setterfield situation, Charlie. Like I guess Louisville could be fired up to beat their old coach, even though he's not coaching this game. But he also 
Like, he has some insight into the Louisville program. Like, do you think Satterfield Charlie, even though he's not technically coaching this game, do you think he's going to, like, give the Cincinnati staff and players some insight, some tips and pointers on how to attack this Louisville team? Or does he kind of sit this one out for and respect his his former team and players? I think he's re- focused on recruiting and not going to do that. That I, would be a really bad look for both programs. It's kind of bad form. It's bad form, but I, I don't know, Charlie. Like These coaches, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he probably won't do it, but he, he could. He could. It's a toss-up game here, totally. So, if again, not betting on it not, or not putting it on my card. I will put, I will bet on it, and I'm going to go Cincinnati, but... Don't 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 follow me down that rabbit hole, guys. All right, the Las Vegas Bowl is next with Oregon State minus ten versus Florida. The Beavers are coming off a big win over Oregon. Florida lost about a quarter of their team, right? Anthony Richardson. Yeah, those over twenty players. Anthony Richardson gone. Best that lineman's other gone. Quarterback was arrested yep. for a felony. Yep. Kitna is not on the team. Um, done. Who is going to play quarterback? Jack Miller from Ohio State transfer. Um, he is their third string guy. Has not played. I don't know if he's played a snap all year, but he is going to be the guy. We'll yeah, see. there's a lot of drama for the Gators right now. Uh, I mean, it's just a disaster to me. I'm ta- I'm not going to pick a side. I'm going to take under 53. You know, I didn't think about the under Charlie, but now that you mentioned it, I like that Oregon State plays some really good physical defense. Florida has a lot of players out right now. You mentioned they've lost about a quarter of their team. I mean, over 20 players. Um, and this is an interesting matchup. So, I mean, among those players out, Charlie, Anthony, you mentioned Anthony Richardson, their best receiver, Justin Shorter's out, their best offensive lineman, their left tackle, Osiris uh, Torrance, their best inside linebacker, Ventral Miller. All these are not just random guys like that didn't get playing time. They're transferred out. These are these are impact players for Florida. So those guys aren't playing. Um, Oregon State does not have all of those opt-outs. Um, Chance Nolan, who was their starting quarterback to open the season, he did opt-out, but he hasn't been starting for half the season. Uh, Bingo Branson's been the guy, and he led them to a victory over Oregon. And they do have their one-two punch at running back with Danny Martinez and Deshaun Fenwick. Danny Martinez is one of the best freshman running backs. Really, he doesn't get a lot of attention because he plays in Corvallis, Oregon, but that dude can absolutely play. Those of you who watched the Civil War matchup with Oregon Oregon State a couple weeks ago, you know what I'm talking about. And they finished the season with some momentum, winning that Civil War matchup with Oregon. And then once again, what did Florida do to end the season? Well, they limped to the finish line. New coach, same old story for the Gators. This, to me, Charlie, is the first of several just means more principal plays for me. All right. This game is just going to mean more to Oregon State. Florida, I don't think, is going to have any interest whatsoever in being here for this game. I think the coaching staff's already focused on next season. Oregon State does not get chance, does not get an opportunity to play SEC teams very often. And they had a really nice season. This is a team that's ready to play this game. They want this game. They want to finish in style. 10 points is a lot of points for an offense that isn't really dynamic. I just think Florida, I don't know if they've quit the way they quit last year with Dan Mullen, but I don't think they have any interest in playing this game. So I'm going to go out on a limb on this one. I am going to take Oregon State minus 10, but you might have the better play there with the under truck. Because Oregon State's a, a ground attack type team. They want to possess the ball, control the game, control the clock. Florida, I don't know how they're going to score much at all in this game with all the guys out. I like that under 53. I'm going to let you keep that. Though. I'm not going to steal it from you, as tempting as it might be. I'm going to stick with Oregon State minus 10. All right, next up is the L.A. Bowl. Nah, exciting. Uh, Fresno State minus 3.5 versus Washington State. Um, any thoughts on this one? I don't really have much to say about this one. I I do have a I have a play on this one, Charlie. Give me Fresno State minus three against Washington State. And some of you might be asking, what 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 what's the line here? Like Washington State's a power five team. Fresno State, like what's going on here? This is my second just means more principal play today, Charlie. Washington State 
is without three of their top four wide receivers in this game, including their top two wide receivers in both targets and receptions. They are out of this game. Their best defensive player has opted out. They have two other linebackers transferring. Fresno State on the other side, not one single player opting out or transferring, at least not has that has been announced at this point. This game is in two days, so it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And Jake Hayner's back at quarterback. They just beat Boise State at Boise State to win the Mountain West title. Jalen Moreno-Cropper, I told you guys, that, they were my upset special in championship week. That's that's the one I won. I, I picked them to win on the blue turf outright. Paid off for me. I've seen them play a couple times. They had a, a midseason skid when Jake Hayner was out for a couple games. He came back, and he's a really, really good quarterback. I mean, he's a Power 5 caliber quarterback. He actually started at Washington and then lost a job to Jacob uh, Eason, obviously, and then ends up Fresno State and has had a heck of a career there for the Bulldogs. And um, he wants this one. I think they are uh, just a team that's more mo- more motivated to play in this game. There's, there's the buy-in of the opt-outs. So give me Fresno State. If, you get, get, if all I have to give up is three points, give me Fresno State minus three in the L.A. Bowl. I'm sorry that they have to attend this game in L.A. Some people like it, I guess, but it is what it is. All right, next up, not going to lie. Don't want to mislead anyone. It's the Lending Tree Bowl, Southern Miss versus Rice. Don't know much about either of these teams. Tyler, got anything for this one? Um, I actually do, Charlie. I do, believe it or not. I have one on this one. Um, I'm not going to take a side. I'm going to take the under 45 and a half on this one with the point total. Here's why. Rice's starting quarterback is out of this game. Well, that in and of itself is not a good sign for going over, but they were already 85th nationally in scoring offense with their starting quarterback. So, hmm, you imagine with their backup quarterback, probably not going to be scoring a lot of points. Um, Southern Miss has everyone playing this game. There's no one opting out, no one transferring, which is why I love these games. But they're also... 94th nationally scoring offense themselves and only 103rd nationally in yards per play. What I'm telling you is that Rice versus Southern Miss might be one of those games where scoring is very, very optional. 45 and a half, that's a lot of points for two bad offenses. One of them is going to have their backup quarterback in this game. So give me the under 45 and a half. I know unders aren't as fun as overs, but hey, try and win you guys some money. Give me the under 45 and a half in that Lending Tree Bowl. Okay, now we have the New Mexico Bowl with SMU minus three and a half versus BYU. This is the last game for BYU before they join the Big 12. Uh, SMU has had a nice first season under a new coach, Rhett Lashley. I don't have a play on this game, but I'm assuming you do. I do, Charlie. I don't have a ton of thoughts on this one. This is more just a feel for me. I'm going to take SMU minus four. Uh, here's the big reason why. I don't think that Jaron Hall is going to play. Um, he's kind of he's he's a tough dude. Played injured most of the back half of the season for BYU. But the thought was he's probably going to opt out because he's going to go to the NFL. He did not opt out. I got respect for that. Mad respect for that. But I don't think he's going to play. Um, Kalani Sataki in his press conference earlier this week it sounded very, very doubtful. He was trying to keep the the idea open, obviously playing a little gamesmanship there with SMU. It does not seem like Jaron Hall is going to play. They've had a couple other players opt out. Their defense is absolutely dreadful. That's not a good recipe against SMU and their offense with Tanner Mordecai, um, who is going... I mean, look, they their best, their best receiver for SMU... Rasheed Rice is not playing, but they still have a couple good options. And Tanner Mordecai is a really good quarterback. His BYU offense is our defense is a sieve. They've been terrible all year. I've watched multiple games of theirs, and I just think SMU. This might be another like just just means more principal play for me. Like really, it just means more to SMU. BYU had higher expectations this year. They're going to the Big Twelve. Their eyes are on that right now. I don't know if they have much interest at all, especially if Jaron Hall doesn't play at quarterback. So give me the Mustangs minus four in the New Mexico Bowl. 
All right. Now we have Boise State minus 10.5 versus North Texas in the Frisco Bowl. This is another game featuring an interim coach as North Texas fired Seth Luttrell. Did I say that right? Yeah, Luttrell. Last week. Uh, Boise had some internal strife earlier in the season, but has since stabilized en route to a Mountain West Championship game birth. So that was pretty good. Root, I say route. You say root. You're root, a root, route. You're a root both, gal. It could be both. either one. Yeah. In route, in route. Either one works. I know what you're saying. Okay. Got I'm it. Cu- I'm just curious. Right. Just what are your thoughts on this game? I don't have many, Charlie. I um I was going to take Boise in this game, but the hook gets me here. Ten, I can kind of live with. Ten and a half, I don't know. Boise's a better team for sure. I just don't know. I mean, I watched that game against Fresno State, and their quarterback's a freshman, and they kind of exposed him to a degree, Fresno did. I I don't believe much in North Texas. You mentioned Seth Charles is going to be out. If I, you know, the bet I'm going to put on it is I'm gonna, I am going to take Boise 10 and a half, but I'm not putting that in the card. That hook scares me a little too much. That kind of hurts my confidence level with that one. So I'm not going to tell my people out there to, to bet on that one. All right. Now we have the Myrtle Beach Bowl. I'm sure everyone wishes they were playing in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Hey, you could have way worse bowl locations. There are. Way. UConn's probably excited to come down south oh, a UConn little bit. Oh, UConn's pumped. Yeah. So Marshall minus 10 versus UConn. Um, can I'm going to take Connecticut plus 10 here. I think the Huskies can keep it within 10. Neither team has a great scoring potential. So, Is this your very own? It just means more principal play? Yes. It's been a minute since the Huskies have been in a bowl game. Right, and they finally made it. Yeah, and Jim Moore, is, he's a good coach. He's done a good job with him. Yeah, so I, I thought long and hard about that one, Charlie. I, I'm going to fight you on it. I'm going to fight you on it. Actually, no, I'm not going to fight you on it. I'm... I was oh, okay. Look, I'm not gonna put this on the card. I am gonna take Marshall minus ten just to have some fun with it because if you look at like this the statistical profile of these two teams, it's really not close. UConn's minus thousand yards and their total yards differential this year. Marshall's plus thirteen hundred. I'm not good at math. I can do that math. That means there is a twenty three hundred yard gap. Check my math there, Charlie. But that means there's a twenty three hundred yard gap between these two teams. Marshall was the better team by far all throughout the season, but as Charlie's saying, UConn. Got a, got a good coach. This means a lot to them. I think it means more than it does to Marshall, and that matters in bowl season. It truly, truly does. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not going to put this on the card. I really wanted to, but no, no. This, you're right. The, the UConn just means more principal play. I'm going to stay away from it. I'm going to stay away from it from my card. All right. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl has San Jose State. Is that the best Match. Of all bowl names? I mean, I would really like some french fries now. Well, yeah, french fries are good. You like french fries. Um, I like potatoes pretty much in any form except for mashed potatoes. Yeah, I was going to say mashed potatoes. No, no, right. no. Any form? Scalloped potatoes? You like some scalloped? I mean, sure. They're going to be crispy for me. Yeah, Sorry, with no some butter. I mean, I mean you know. put butter on anything, Charlie. This is I'm going down a dark... This is going down a... I'm a southern boy. Put we, butter on it. We're, we need we're to, We need to stop All this right, conversation. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It could get very long-winded. Uh, San Jose State, minus three and a half uh, against Eastern Michigan. I do not have a play on this except for, you know, let's make a poll out of what's your favorite way to eat potatoes. I mean, we can do that if you want, Charlie. I'm sure they'll probably do that during this game. Um, San Jose State's the more talented team out of the Mountain West, but they really they had a death of a teammate, and it kind of they hit a skid, and they just haven't been playing well towards the end of the season. Eastern Michigan is not a great MAC team; they're a very middle of the pack MAC team that just barely got bowl eligible. But they have an interesting option at quarterback. I'm not putting this on the card. Um, if I when I actually put money on it to actually bet on it, small little bet, one unit. I'm gonna go Eastern Michigan plus three was it three and a half? But I'm not putting this one on the card. 
All right. Next up, the Boca Raton Bowl has Toledo and Liberty matched up. Toledo's favored by five. The ever-slimy Hugh Freeze has left the building to head to the Plains. I watched the documentary on Jerry Falwell Jr. and Liberty University, and I'm not sure I can ever root for them in any capacity or bet on them ever again after that. And it's really upsetting because they have a pretty good tennis team, and they have a really nice tennis facility. Well, you got a lot of money there, a little private school. Well, right. Yeah. But no more. So you had before you watched that you had no idea like I mean I had heard like rumors but I didn't know yeah that family nah nah yeah there's a nah so I'm I'm glad your eyes have been open to that Charlie um I do have a play on this one Liberty you're gonna like this one Charlie Liberty is limping into this game they've lost their last three games and within those three games they've lost to Virginia Tech who was dreadful this year and then they had a 35 point home beatdown at the hands of New Mexico State what are we doing Liberty now Toledo on the other hand very different vibes coming to this game coming off the MAC championship Daquan Finn has returned at quarterback and he is an absolute playmaker won me a little bit of money championship week love to see that um, and Liberty's just bad on offense and they have been all years which is weird for a Hugh Freeze offense but they've had issues at quarterback they play three guys none are good really at all Hugh Freeze is also gone this game so Liberty is kind of like leaderless in this one uh this is definitely to me another yet another it just means more principal play Toledo the vibes are high for those guys the Rockets coming in Liberty is not feeling great they finish the season on a really really rough note had coach leaves them don't have anybody good at quarterback defensively they are good but I like Toledo with Daquan Finn coming back so give me the Rockets minus five in this one Charlie we have a lot more to get to and we could just keep going on and on. But are you ready to take a quick break here? Yep. Let's tell all of our friends once again out there about our guys at my bookie. We're giving you winners, guys. We're hitting at almost a 60% clip here this season. We're hoping to go over that 60% clip with these bowl picks. So make sure... Sign up today if you haven't already. Use these picks to your advantage. Make a little holiday spending money with MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag. Use that promo code UGA. And when you deposit, whatever it is you deposit, up to $200, they're going to match that in cash. Not in bonus money that has like a a four or five time rollover. Nothing like that. None of those strings. Just money put in your account. As soon as you bet that initial deposit... When, and you're going to win it if you're taking these picks, then you get that cash released to you. you withdraw it, do whatever it is that you want to do with it. And Charlie's over here looking at Twitter while I'm reading this and distracting me. So thank you for that, Charlie. I didn't mean to. What was the video? Who was it? Tennis. Oh, it was a tennis video. Yeah. Oh, a, a tutorial? No. Just watching people play tennis? It's a tennis point. Okay, it was a tennis Recent point. Great. I'm, I'm glad that you, was it a good one? Yes. I'm glad it was a good one, Charlie. Thank you for that. But yes, guys, back to MyBookie. It's a no-brainer. Jump on today again, MyBookie.ag. Use that promo code UGA so you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. 
Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Okay, next up we have the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, the 10-2 Jaguars of South Alabama face off against one of the most dynamic offenses in the country with Western Kentucky. South Alabama is favored by four. I feel like I have made like two picks, and I think that's all I've made, but You've I have several. You've made a lot of picks, Charlie. I ha- they're coming you up. You move for the Power 5 teams. I'm more, you're, a, you're a P5 gal. You're a P5 well, snob. I'm P5 just, snob. I'm just P5 more. P5 snob. I'm more selective. P5 snob. Selective. Snob. <laughs> yes, you are more selective by nature. You are, and you. Hey, it's, it's worked for you. I mean, you're. What do you say? You're one percentage point behind me. Yes. I can't let this happen, Charlie. Okay. Well, do, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my G five. I'm assuming you have a play on this. Oh, game. Charlie, you know it. I, I absolutely have a play on this because South Alabama is a freaking good football team. They have. They're. they're they are ten and two. I know. No, I, most people have not watched South Alabama. They're hard to find on TV. I've watched them a couple times this year. I watched the Troy game, and uh, what a, what a game that was. The final score was ten six, but I loved every single second of it. It was throwback football. Love it, man. That's my childhood football. They sh- they were honestly they were the second best team in the Sun Belt this year. They might even been the best team. They. I mean, they. Hey, they lost to Troy. Troy won fair and square. Troy's a really good football team. But on any, any given day, South Alabama is just as good as Troy. In fact, you know. The, the, the the Jaguars went ten and two. The other game they lost, other than that ten six loss to Troy, was a one point loss on the road to UCLA early in the year on a last second field goal. They had UCLA beat. That's a pretty good UCLA football team, and uh, they just let them slip through their grass there at the very end. It's a very good South Alabama football team. Um, South Alabama's plus fourteen hundred yards in their total yards differential this year. Uh, their, their margin there, they're plus twelve point five points per game. Um, a lot like Troy, they're built very similarly. They are a top ten defense. Just like Troy is, but here's the thing with 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 South Alabama. And this is why I, th- I think that actually they played Troy ten times. They probably win the majority of those games. They're better on offense. They're also a top forty offense, which Troy is not even coming close to touching those numbers. They're not good on offense. In Western Kentucky, you're right, Charlie. I mean, they're exactly what Western Kentucky always is. It's just offensive fireworks and like um, really non-existent defense. That's kind of the Western Kentucky way. They are a top ten offense, a top twenty scoring offense. So this really is another one of those elite defense versus, versus elite offense G five matchups that I am very excited about in the New Orleans Bowl. Um, I did go with the offense with UTSA earlier. But I'm going to go with the defense here in this one. I'm going to go with South Alabama because I believe the South Alabama offense is actually capable of scoring more than like Troy is maybe. So give me the Jaguars minus four in New Orleans against Western Kentucky. I like that one, Charlie. I like that one a lot. All right. Well, I actually have a play on this next game. It's the Armed Forces Bowl. Baylor minus five and a half versus Air Force. It's always interesting to see how the service academies stack up to Power 5 teams. Air Force won the Commander-in-Chief trophy, while Baylor is coming off a very disappointing regular season. Um, I mean, it's a service academy, so I want to just take Baylor. It's a good service minus academy. Minus five and a half. Yeah, now I'm rethinking my pick. Here, No, don't don't rethink yourself, Charlie. I, okay. You want me to go on this one real quick? 
Sure. Just I'm, I I don't have I don't have a play on this one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna build your confidence in your pick here, Charlie. One thing about playing triple option offenses in a bowl game is you don't have only one week to prepare. Oh for yes, them. you do. You have like an extra how many practices? A lot. Well, you so, have 15 yeah. more. I'm sticking with Baylor minus five and a half. Yeah, that's one of the things that makes these triple option teams so tough to stop is because you get like three practices to to get ready for them, and you never see that any other time of the year. So when you get three weeks to prepare for him, it does give the defense more of a chance to, to come in there and slow them down. I think Dave Rand is a good coach. So, Charlie, I like it. It's a good pick. I'm not going to put that on my card, but if I when I do bet on this, uh, I'm going to go Baylor as well. I'm just not confident enough to put it on the card. So what's up next? All right, Independence Bowl. With... Whoa, do you know where this is, Charlie? <sighs> if you didn't ask me, I would know. Independence Bowl. It's somewhere in Louisiana. A uh, tropical oasis. New Orleans? No. Baton Rouge. Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay, the only other city in Louisiana, maybe. Do you remember we played in the Independence Bowl back in the day? No. Great times. Do not remember. Uh, Houston, minus six and a half against Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns have the home field advantage against a talented uh, but disappointing Houston team. I know you were high on them coming into the season. What's your take on this game? you have a play on it? I do. I was high on Houston. Houston's been a massive disappointment all year. Um, this one does scare me. Houston is a far better football team than Louisiana. Like talent-wise, it's just not even close. They should blow them out. But it scares me because you're right, Charlie. Houston has had a very disappointing year. This team had the talent to win the American Conference, and they just—I mean, they don't know what they were doing. Like from week one, it was like, "What are you doing, guys?" So I don't know if Houston shows up. Um, but the thing is, all the guys that might have opted out. For Houston, didn't. Even Tank Dell is probably the best player, best NFL prospect at receiver. He's playing. Clayton Toon, the quarterback, is playing. I'd be surprised if all those guys would opt out. So that's kind of encouraging if, you, if you're on the Houston side here. But the thing is, Louisiana's not good. Um, they're, they, they're not what they were under Billy Napier. They're just not. Uh, the starting quarterback is also out in this game. Ben Woolrich, who's not really that good. I watched him a couple times this year on Friday nights. Not really a good player, but he's out. So their backup is in this game. Uh, I do know Louisiana has the home field advantage of sorts here, but Houston's just, they're just so much more talented. And their starting quarterback is playing in this game. I, I'm i going to go with Houston. Um, I'm just barely confident enough to put this one on the card. I just think they're so much better than Louisiana. So give me Houston minus six and a half in Shreveport. All right. The Gasparilla Bowl starring Wake Forest and Mizzou. Uh, Tyler, I know Missouri qualified for this bowl at your expense with a rivalry game win over Arkansas. Why? Again, shots fired. Why? What did I do to you? I mean, this is the holiday season, Charlie. Supposed to be good times and great cheers. We're, I'm providing entertainment for the listeners. At my expense. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, you. Well, start the podcast. Hey, do as you please. Start the podcast. Content. All in the name of content. It's a very good offense versus a very good defense in this one. Uh, Wake, it's basically a pick em. Wake is only favored by one. I'm not picking a side here, but I am going to take the under 60 and a half. That's interesting. Putting faith in Missouri defense. Yeah. And also a lack of faith in their offense. Yeah. I actually like both. I like that, Charlie. Now, Wade can score points, um, but the Missouri defense, we talked about it going back to when we played them you know, a couple months ago. It's good defense. Very good defense there. Blake Baker, good coordinator. Wake has had a disappointing season. 
Uh, they didn't finish strong. They they kind of lived to the finish line themselves here. But I just at the end of the day, I still think they have too much firepower. The guys that I thought might opt out are not opting out. Sam Hartman at quarterback is playing. At Perry, their top receiver is playing. Also, no Dominic Lovett for Missouri, so that kind of goes to your favor there, Charlie, with the under, who's clearly Missouri's best offensive weapon. He is not playing the same. He is in the transfer portal. We're hoping that we, fingers crossed, can land this guy. He's on campus here in Athens, actually, this weekend. Yeah, the Missouri defense is really good, and I think they're going to give the Wake offense some trouble, but I just don't trust this Missouri offense, especially without Lovett. It was arguably with Kentucky right there as the worst offense in the SEC all season long. So I just, I know they're good on defense. I think Wake just got a little, enough firepower, enough enough of those top players playing to eke out this win. So um, it should be a fun game, fun game to watch here. So give me the Deeks minus one. All right. Going out into the Pacific, the Hawaii Bowl, San Diego State minus seven against MTSU. The mocks get to make a nice little trip out. Yeah. Yeah. To the Pacific. The who? The Mox? Yeah. Chattanooga, Charlie. Ch- oh, man. Raider, the Blue Raiders. That's what I meant. It's okay. It's all right. We know, we know you know your stuff. My my mom went to MTSU, yeah, but so she I'm, also I'm went to Chattanooga. Yeah, I get but them confused. But she's from Chattanooga. But I get them confused. Chattanooga. She went to MTSU. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I get it. But then I also have somebody in my family that went to Chattanooga. So you, they're all mixed up for you? Yes. Okay. It's all just a, you know, Latins, they're all there. Vibes. Same, similar area. Ish. Yeah, Hawaii, one of my favorite places on earth. Lucky them. Yeah, great spot. I mean, would you want to fly all the way? I, yeah, answer yes. The answer is yes. You would want to well, fly. Well, I mean, out. they're not going out there for just two days. They're yeah, we going. Play, we play out there in the dawn years. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that would be a side of like a, a big bowl. Like, let's let's put a New Year's Six Bowl in Hawaii. I know the sta- they're building a new stadium. So maybe once that gets built, then that'd be great. I honestly don't even know where they're playing this game because their stadium is not built. I don't know. It'll be interesting. But anyway, I do not have a play on that one, Charlie. I'm going to, for at least for the card, I'm going to take San Diego State, though, on the side there. Just not confident enough to put it on the card. All right. Next up, Quick Lane Bowl with Bowling Green minus three and a half versus New Mexico State. I do not have a play on this one. Tell us about it. Yeah, I think we have a string of games here that I, um, I'm just going to have some fun putting a little, a little side bet on there. Nothing that's going on this card. I'm going to take Bowling Green in this one. New Mexico State is fine. Um, they qualify. They rescheduled a game for championship week to qualify for this bowl game. It was against, I forget who it was, somebody terrible, and they just beat the holy hell out of them. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go Bowling Green. Bowling Green is not a great MAC team, but they snuck up, and they beat Toledo late in the year. Um, they're capable. So give me Bowling Green in that one, but just don't don't put that on your card. All right, now we have the Camellia Bowl, which is Georgia Southern against Buffalo. Georgia Southern's favored by three and a half. Do you know what a Camellia is? Would you know what it is if it was not painted on the field? It is a plant species of some sort. I'm not think a flower of type of a type of maybe some kind. It's a bush that it does have. I did. I did flowers. say plant species. I did say plant species. I it, knew it was something like that. Yeah, it's a bush. Have, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a plant thing. Okay. Well, I mean, okay, bushes are plants. But, okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Big gardening guy here. Big gardening guy here. I can We're just tell. knocking things all well, over. But would you know what it here. is if you didn't see it painted on the field? Yeah, I've heard of camellias. Okay. Oh, there's a song that one of the bands I like has a song something about camellias, and I'm sorry. And Clearly, I use context it's one of your clues. favorite songs. Well, I mean, I don't want to sing the song, Charlie. Okay. I don't have I don't have the oh, voice of an angel, yes, so we're not gonna we're gonna spare the the wonderful listeners. Do you have a play on this game? I don't have a play on the Can game. Can I ask you if you've had any plays since the Houston Louisiana game? I may have zoned out a little bit. Yeah, good thing that I actually keep track of my own picks, Charlie. Um, yes, I have. I had Wake Forest minus one. Got it. Thanks. There you go, Charlie. Okay. I do not have a play on this one for the card. 
I'm going to bet on Georgia Southern. Their quarterback is pretty good. However, Vantrese, I think it's Kyle Vantrese, I think is his name. He um, he turns the ball over a ton. I watched a couple of games this year, and like he throws, he he can be really good. But he throws some, he makes some ridiculous decisions sometimes, and t- throws a ton of picks. If he can just like somewhat kind of protect the football, Buffalo is not very good. I'm gonna take Southern here, Georgia Pride. I don't I don't have no lo- I don't really have no love for Georgia Southern, but hey, if you gotta pick something here, let's let's go let's go with the old fighting Irk Russells. Okay, I know I have not had a lot of picks again. I do have a lot coming up to finish out this episode. Next up, though, is the First Responder Bowl, which has Memphis and Utah State matched up. Memphis is favored. I don't have a play. Do you have a, Did you have a play on that last game? You said no. Are you in outer space right now, Charlie? Sorry, my mind is a little flighty today. Are you on drugs? Absolutely not. Of course not. We don't do drugs. No. no. No, drugs are is, bad. No. Drugs are very, very bad for you. Um, no, I don't. First off, do you know where the First Responder Bowl is being played? Quick trivia time. No. Any guesses? New York? Does that sound like a, a, a big, no, big I just, college football site no, to you? I just they do have one game there. That's all. That okay. That actually reasonable guess there. Dallas. It's the Dallas game. Dallas. Okay. Dallas, Fort Worth area. Sounds kinda of boring. Is this the one? I think this might be the one that's actually played at TCU. There's one that's played at MG Carter Stadium, TCU Stadium. I think this is the one. So technically Fort Worth. Uh, do not have a play on this one. Um, Utah State. Can, is capable. They're not as good, but they're capable there. Um, so for this one, give me Memphis's. God, Memphis was not good this year. Uh, you know what? Give me Utah. I, I, I'm not going to put on the card. I'm, I'm probably going to bet Utah State plus seven. I haven't decided on that one yet, but right now I'm leaning Utah State plus seven. Just a little, little side thing. All right. Well, before we move on to the rest of the episode, let's talk about Alumni Hall because I'm actually going to have some picks in a second. Wow. Go and figure. Charlie, picks. There will be a lot more talking done by me so alumni hall christmas is coming up graduations are taking place this weekend get your family your is loved that this ones weekend? tomorrow yeah that friday be downtown people are gonna be downtown friday commencement is at 2 30 so I'll at the at the coliseum well no i would think people would be out celebrating so what time should i go five i mean it's gonna be four, four. crowded but it's also gonna be mm. cold that is my but graduation in the winter is always smaller, so there's True. not as many people. And most sure. of the students have already gone home if they're not graduating. We should make it happen. We'll figure it out. All right, sorry. Alumni Hall. I'm sorry. Do we need to further accommodate your plans? No, I, was, I just totally just zoned out and forgot that it was graduation weekend. Okay, well. Thanks for the reminder. All right, so Alumni Hall. Christmas is only a week away-ish, week and a couple days. Ish. Lots of good things there. I, you know what I need to go they get? They always have also like the post-Christmas deals, the sales. Like once you get your Christmas money, right? And you, you burn a hole in your, in your pocket. I'm sure you'll be there on Monday oh, morning. Oh my God. I'll be there. I'll be there Christmas night. No, okay. they won't let me. They I'll won't. be ba- I'll be camping out, Charlie. Come on. Will you be ordering online? I'll be in store. Get, get try things on, Charlie. Get yeah. to see, you know, see yeah. how it fits. But do you realize you wear the same sizes? Probably different brands, Charlie. Different, you never know. Okay. It's it, like brands like they change up every year. Like the material, no, you got you got to try things on. Okay, but you can find the best brands, the best deals, of course, and the most stylish things. Best everything at Alumni Hall. Best everything Georgia related. You know what I would like to get? Some new running shorts and some new socks. You were just complaining about how cold it is. I know, 
but I need socks for my feet Fair. and I need running shorts because like today I had to run on the treadmill and that was not pleasant. That's true. Rain, rain sucks. Don't want to do that in pants. No, don't want to do it. But let me house got you covered. Correct. Got you covered. So they, they, And for other teams other than UGA, even though we would only why, like for people to buy UGA gear. why would care about that? This is a Georgia podcast. It's Christmas. People have family members that support other teams. No, you cut them off and they support their teams. And they can go to alumnihall.com. You don't associate with them. They're not in your life anymore. Okay, no, that's not how the world works. That that is how things work. They can go to alumnihall.com. They can do that. And buy some great gear or visit in-store off the Oconee Connector. That's for shopping center. That one. Let's go. Alumni Hall, guys, because Alumni Hall is where the Bulldog Shop You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. All right. Well, I actually have a pick on this one. This is the the Birmingham Bowl. Excuse him. And we have East Carolina minus eight versus Coastal Carolina. Uh, didn't Coastal just lose their quarterback to the portal, or is he playing in this game? He is going to enter the portal, but he's apparently playing in this game. Grace McCall is playing in this game, which I, I was going to take East Carolina. When I saw that news, I said, nope, can't do that. Well, I'm still going to take East Carolina because I'm sorry. That, that you, you're just going to play this game, and then you're going to leave. Yeah, I feel like... And all know, of your teammates know you're going to leave. Yeah, that's, that's a weird, so, it's weird. It's weird. the buy-in there is a little strange to me. Jimmy so. Chadwell, the head coach, has also gone to Liberty, your your favorite institution. Mm, yeah. Hopefully he can turn that situation around. I'm going to go with East Carolina minus eight. I had East Carolina. Grayson McCall changes things. So, I mean, if it was like under seven, I would still take East Carolina. I like their offense. Holt Nailers is a good quarterback. Uh, the, the Grayson McCall thing. I don't know what to think about that. So I'm going to stay away from it from the card. I will bet. I'll, just, I'll bet on ECU um, on the side, but I'm not putting a play on the card on this one. All right. Next up, the gar- great name. Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Do you love that name? Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. Wisconsin favored by three. Both starting quarterbacks have gone to the portal. Luke Fickle is taking over for the Badgers. It's a weird game played on a baseball field in Arizona. <laughs> I mean, it's just random. Because of the Diamondback Stadium. So, Both teams on the same sideline. It's so weird. Yeah, that's so weird. That's strange. So, what's, what's your take, plays, opinions? You Do you have a play? I do not. I also do not. There's just too much uncertainty in this game with both quarterbacks being out. I mean, at least the backup guys for... Oklahoma State have gotten some playing time this year. Spencer Sanders has dealt with some injuries, but they were not good. You know, um, Gunnar Gundy of all, 
was not good. Yes, that is Gundy's son. Um, but he, uh, Mike Gundy's son, he wasn't very good. They're one of the top running backs is out. Their defense is terrible. Wisconsin's defense is better, but Jim Leonard, I don't think he's going to be coaching this game because he's not going to stay on the staff. So I don't know. I mean, a lot of uncertainty around this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my side bet on the Badgers in this one because I want to just have a little action on it. But I'm not I'm not telling you guys to go bet on this. I'm not putting this one on the card. But I will put a couple more. I got a couple more bets. Just we had, I told you we had a string of these that I'm just not putting on the card. All right, we have four more games to talk about. Um, I actually have a play on all of these, so as yay. do I. Yay for me! So the military bowl—it's the first bowl game in a few years for the Dukies. They're favored by two and a half against Gus Malzahn at UCF. Uh, UCF fell flat on the AAC title game against Tulane. Uh, a lot of questions about the quarterback position. Um, I hate Gus. I'm not going to pick a side in this one, but I'm going to take the under sixty-two and a half. All right, Charlie with another play. All right, I am also. I also have a. I have a bet on this. I have a side though. I'm taking Duke. Give me Duke. Give me the Devils minus two and a half. This is another. It just means more principal play for me. Central Florida doesn't want to be here. Like they don't want to be in this game. Uh, they had much higher aspirations. They fell short of those aspirations. They got smacked around in the AAC title game by Tulane. They got beat down. They've already had one quarterback transfer. John Rice Plumley has been injured. He's still kind of injured. He might play, might not play. We're not sure. Probably not going to be 100%. But the backup for them, if it's not Plumley, the guy that's going to play for them was is a true freshman that was so bad against Tulane in the AAC title game that when they when they had to bring him in, uh, they started Plumley that game. Plumley was ineffective. He was injured. They took Plumley out and uh, they put this guy in. He was so bad that they had to put an injured Plumley back in the game. They're like, yeah, screw it, man. Like Plumley, you just have to go back in there. Dude. I don't care if you're hurt. And uh, yeah, that he's just not good. Uh, their top wide receiver Ryan O'Keefe has transferred. Duke is not as talented, but they're better coached. Um, they have the better quarterback situation right now. Riley Leonard is a fun little dude at quarterback. He can run. He can throw. Good player. Um, I think Duke wants it more. Yeah, it's a just means more principal play. They don't make bowl games very often. Um, I think they want it more. I think they get this one, especially if there's no Plumlee or if Plumlee is significantly hampered by, I think it's a hamstring injury, which is not good for a quarterback that likes to run the football, and that's kind of his game. So give me the Dukies minus two and a half. All right. Did you have any, what was your pick before that? My last pick I was Wake and Mizzou. You did not, okay. not lose any. I'm so proud of myself. Okay, next up, Liberty Bowl. My favorite Arkansas Razorbacks favored by three against Kansas. This is the first bowl game for Kansas since the 2008 Insight Bowl. And Arkansas, well, at least they got here. It wasn't pretty, but they got there. And we all know my play. Arkansas is dead to me. I'm taking Arkansas minus three. Nope, hogs are dead to me. The hogs are absolutely dead to me. Can't No, no, they're dead to me. I just picked up a good tight end coach. That doesn't matter for this game. I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, just saying. I, I get it, but this is the game where I get my revenge on Arkansas for what they did to me this year. Kansas is not actually what I would call, I don't know, good. They're not. Um, they're minus 400 in their total yardage margin, and they're only plus half a point on the season. Uh, our po- uh, half a, They're outscoring their opponents by half a point. Let's just say that on the year. Um, but... Again, let's go back to it. This is probably the ultimate. It just means more principal play of the entire bowl season. You mentioned it, Charlie. This is the first bowl game for Kansas since 2008. Arkansas, trust me, guys, I know it more than anybody outside of Fayetteville. Very disappointing season. Lost four games by a combined nine points. Just ridiculous. Um, And lost them in just some absurd ways. 
and there's attrition everywhere for the Hogs right now. Barry Odom, gone to UNLV. Strength coach, fire. Drew Sanders, gone. Bumper pool, gone. Jaden Hazelwood, gone. Ricky Stromberg at center, probably the, one of the top centers in the country, gone. Trey Knox, the starting tight end, gone. Miles Slusher, starting DB, gone. These guys are not playing. And most of those guys are defense. Like Drew Sanders, Bumper Pool, the two best defenders. They already could not stop anybody on defense. Again, trust me, I know. They can't stop anyone on defense, and now their two best defensive players have opted out? Good luck with that, guys. I do think if Arkansas, like everyone's totally healthy, all the coaching staffs are intact, Arkansas is a better team. If they played like in mid-October and everyone was healthy, all the coaches were there, Arkansas would have beat Kansas. But that's not what happens in bowl season. That's not how this is going to go down. It doesn't really matter who the better team is all the time. It's oftentimes who wants it more, who is more invested, and I've got to believe that is the Jayhawks. So rock chalk on this one. Give me Kansas plus three. And I feel good about this one. But Charlie, hold your horses. I'm not done yet with this Liberty Bowl. Give me the over 69. Here's why. Real simple, guys. Both these defenses, um, it's hard to even say they exist. They're pretty much just not out there. Kansas is 102nd and Arkansas is 122nd in yards per play defensively. Kansas is 111th in points per play allowed. Arkansas is 73rd. Dear God, there's going to be a lot of point scores. These teams just don't play defense. So over 69, hell, if this was 80, if this point total was 80, I'm probably going over. So give me over 69 in that Liberty Bowl. Okay, we only have two left to talk about today, and then we'll get out of here. The next up is the Holiday Bowl with Oregon taking on UNC. The Tar Heels got a boost with Drake May's announcement that he will be returning to Chapel Hill and not taking a massive NIL deal elsewhere. Um, Oregon had a really nice first season under Dan Lanning. Can they finish strong? I, yeah, I think that, I think they're going to win the game. You think? Okay. It's a big spread. It's a big spread. Oregon's favored by 14. Um, I'm not picking a side here. I'm not picking against the spread. I'm going to take the under 71 and a half. I feel like that's a lot of points. It's a lot of points, but these are two high scoring offenses and two pretty Poorest team, especially North Carolina. Then both starting corners are out in this game. We'll see. I think Bo Nix is going to play. Bo Nix plays. It's interesting. Uh, I, I do think Oregon's going to win this football game. I might put a little parlay together, and I'll have some of those for you guys at the. You know, I might do that for you at the end here, just kind of up top of my head. But um, yeah, Oregon is a better football team. They're going to win this game. I feel very strongly about that. But 14 is a lot of points because North Carolina can score, and I don't have a lot of confidence in the defense that. Dan Lanning has put on the field this year. Now, I will say Josh Downs is not playing. He's North Carolina's best receiver, one of the best receivers in the country. He's not playing, but also the best cornerback, Christian Gonzalez, for Oregon is also not playing. So I I don't know here. I do like Oregon. I'm going to take them minus, what did you say the, the total was, Charlie? You said 71 and a half? Yes. Oh, I think I like the, oh, do I want to put it on the, Mm, 71 and a half. No, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not that confident. But on the here's what I'm doing. On the side, I'm gonna bet over 71 and a half. I'm just not gonna put it on the card. So you're not putting anything on the card. Nothing on this one. Okay. On this Let one. me put a line through that. I was trying to I just I want really to say Oregon, be present. But the, but the 14 is mm, That's if it was, a lot. If it was closer to 10, yeah, 14's a lot. All right. Last bowl game for today. It's the Texas Bowl with Ole Miss and Texas Tech. You know, after a lot of back and f- rumored back and forth between Lane Kiffin and Auburn, Lane is staying in Oxford. I know that has to make uh, you so happy. You, it has to give the Rebels I a know shot in the arm. Breaking your heart to ha- potentially have to cho- to root against your I boy mean, Lane. Juice Kiffin is so cute. Texas Tech is bowling for the second straight season and had a nice season under first year head coach Joey McGuire. Um, 
I'm taking Ole Miss minus three and a half. Yeah, uh, both teams are riding a little momentum coming into this one. I I think you're exactly right about Lane Kiffin and him, his announcement to come back, kind of giving this team a boost. I do believe there's something to that. Ole Miss has not had a lot of success. No, no, he hasn't been there long, but they haven't had a great amount of success in bowl games under Kiffin. Now, you know, Matt, Matt Crow got hurt in the bowl game, the Sugar Bowl last year against uh, Baylor. So there's, you know, some context there. Ole Miss is a better football team than Texas Tech. Now the team has a good defense. Ole Miss is, is more capable of scoring offensively. So give me the Rebels here. I think this is a big game for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin wanting to uh, end this season on a good note because I think Ole Miss is going to be really talented heading into next year. I think I want to kind of ride that wave into the offseason. I do think this means something to them. I know it's in Texas, but um, I think the Rebel fans will show up for this one. Give me Ole Miss minus three and a half. All right, you ready to recap or do you want to throw out a parlay? Let me uh, let me look at these real quick here, Charlie. I'm going to go, okay, parlays. Give me... Give me Oregon State to win on the money line. Give me Houston on the money line. Give me ooh, so give me South Alabama on the money line. And give me Did I say South Alabama? Yeah, give me um get that, yeah, we'll go there. Oregon State, Houston, South Alabama. You know what, Charlie? Let's throw in throw in Kansas plus three on that money line. And which one's gonna lose it for you? Probably Kansas, but we're going to go with it. That's just off the top of my head there, guys. I, I should have had that prep for you. There's a couple teams there that I like on that money line. You can post them on Twitter after you Yeah, I might have to over. do that. I might have to do that. But right. um, Ready to recap? So, yeah, this is part one, by the way, guys. So, we will be back with the, the bigger games. I know you're really excited about New Year's Six Bowl games, New Year's Day. Well, January 2nd games because New Year's is on a Sunday and the NFL, stupid NFL doing whatever the NFL does. But we will have part two. That's coming up probably right after Christmas. Right coming no, it'll probably the week before no next week next week it's coming up next week sorry I get off I'm crazy I've lost my mind next week that's coming up for you just put that out there but yes let's recap you need to let me know when that's gonna be so that yeah okay next Wednesday we'll record right. we will record okay got it I'll put it in my calendar so for this week I have Cincinnati plus two against Louisville Baylor minus nope I'm gonna go in the correct order I have the under fifty three for Oregon State and Florida. Taking UConn plus 10 against Marshall. Then I have Baylor minus 5.5 against Air Force. Um, Taking the under in the Wake-Mizzou game, which is 60.5. East Carolina minus 8 against Coastal Carolina. Taking the under 62.5 with uh, UCF and Duke. Arkansas minus 3, of course, against Kansas. Oregon and UNC taking the under 71.5. And And finally, Ole Miss minus 3.5 against Texas Tech. Those are some great picks, Charlie. I got to hand it to you. Nice card. Unfortunately for you, this card is going to be better. Give me UTSA plus two over Troy, uh, against Troy. Give me Oregon State minus 10. Give me Fresno State minus three. Give me Southern Miss. No, give me Southern Miss Rice. Sorry, I couldn't read your writing there, Charlie. Give me Southern Miss Rice under 45 and a half. Give me SMU in the New Mexico Bowl minus four. Give me Toledo minus five in the Boca Raton Bowl. Give me South Alabama minus four in the New Orleans Bowl. Give me Houston minus six and a half in the Independence Bowl. I'll take Wake minus one in the Gasparilla Bowl. Charlie, here's another trivia time for you. Where is the Gasparilla Bowl played? Texas. That is incorrect. Where is it? That is in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. That is in Tampa. You like Tampa Bay. Is that the one? No. 
It's in it's in the Buck Stadium, Buccaneers. Stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in the Buccaneers Stadium. Uh, so yeah, give me Wake minus one. Give me Duke minus two and a half in the Military Bowl. Give me Kansas plus three. That is a major principal play for me in the Liberty Bowl. Give me over sixty nine with Kansas Arkansas in that Liberty Bowl. And I'll wrap things up with Ole Miss minus three and a half in the Texas Bowl. I'm feeling good, Charlie. We're trying to hit that sixty percent mark. I think this is gonna help us get there this week in part one. Yep. All right, so enjoy your college ball weekend, guys. We, this this weekend, we don't have many left. I know it's not a full Saturday of football, but there's some good, fun games on. Look, as I know, it's not power teams, but it's college football. I'm telling you, these early games, these teams that, that actually care, these are some of the best games you'll see all, all bowl season. So make sure to tune in this weekend, and we will be back with a ton more content for you guys next week. So thank you for being here, guys. Always, always, always appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for Charlie. I'm Tyler. And as always, go dogs.